Baptist Church. Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bukas Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, stay tuned for the conclusion of last week's message. We continue to pursue this series of messages claiming the corridor for Christ. We began this journey in Numbers chapter 33 speaking from that very subject matter, claiming the corridor for Christ. In Joshua chapter 18, we spoke there in part two from the series titled, Claiming Your Inherited Corridor. Our prayer this morning, ongoing prayer, is that God will keep on making clear to every one of his people what it is he has for them and what he has that you have not yet claimed. I realized something that the very first and greatest challenge probably to most of all of us as it relates to this whole experience is fear. Because fear begins to rise up and get stirred up at the moment we began to talk about doing the thing that we know we should be doing that we have not done, that God has put in our heart to do, claiming the unclaimed inheritances that God has put before us that we have not in yet inherited. Fear is the thing that I believe that is one of the first and greatest challenges we have to claiming unclaimed inheritance in corridors for Christ. The corridor is there. God has given it to you. So why would people not take what God has given except that fear has risen up and paralyzed them and stiffened them to not move to where God said to move? When fear says you're all by yourself, lay hands on yourself and say you are alive. The Lord is with me. The Spirit of God is in me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Gotta remind yourself, remind yourself when fear rises up, remind yourself that the presence of the Lord is with me. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. For you, God, are with me. You gotta remind yourself every now and then. You're not by yourself. Can I talk to my single people because the fear show enough grabs a hold of single folk. At least married folk can turn to somebody in the middle of the night if they're in the same bedroom and they can say, oh, are we okay? I heard a noise. Are we okay? But the single people got nobody to turn to and they look from the left to the right and fear will say, you by yourself. You need to put hands on yourself and say the devil is a liar. The spirit of the Lord is with me and the spirit of the Lord is on me. And while you're doing and while you're performing and while you're reaching out to go and claim what you've laid at the altar on this morning, while you're doing that, lay hands on yourself to remind yourself that God has put in me a spirit and the spirit that's in me, the gift that's in me is able to accomplish it. I know I've told myself, oh, I'll never be able to do that. No, the devil is a liar. Put your hands on yourself. Remind yourself, I've got the anointing of God on me, and the anointing has already prepared for me, and the gift that's in me has already prepared me with the ability to do what God has for me. You know what I like about God? God is not in the process of building you up. He's not in the process, well, uh, well, yeah, they got that. Now let me add something else. 
No, he already put the fullness of the Godhead bodily dwelling in you and is giving you every gift that you need to be successful to accomplish everything he put in front of you to accomplish. The only thing that's keeping you from accomplishing it is fear. And we've got to conquer fear. So he says, first of him, he says, remember to stir up the gift that is in you. Secondly, verse 7, he says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Second thing we need to do, if we're going to conquer the corridor of fear, you've got to remember that God has not given you the fear spirit. The Bible defines and describes, in essence, a spiritual spirit. In other words, an entity, a presence called fear. And for some of you, you can testify that you've been in scenarios where everything was going well and all of a sudden, the spirit showed up. And when that spirit of fear showed up, you froze. You thought about all your failures. You thought about all the ways in which you are not going to succeed. And you stopped. And you put down whatever you were doing and you backed up slowly. Because the spirit of fear has shown up. Paul says to Timothy, I say to you, if we're going to conquer fear, remember that fear spirit was not given to us from God. So if it didn't come from God, where did it come from? If it didn't come from God, it means it came from the pit of hell itself. And so when the spirit shows up, you as a strong, powerful, spiritual man, spiritual woman of God, you need to declare in the name of Jesus, fear, you have no place here. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke you out of my home. I rebuke you out of my cubicle. I rebuke you out of my car. I rebuke you out of my classroom. I rebuke you out of my ministry. I rebuke you out of my marriage. I re Oh, help me, Lord. You've got to speak to that spirit because it didn't come from God. But in the name of the one who has authority over the spirit, you need to declare an exit ramp for that spirit. Remember, that spirit didn't come from God. God didn't give us a fear spirit, but he gave us the Holy Spirit. Ezekiel chapter 36 says, speaking of the new covenant promise that is to come, the land that was to come for us. He says, I will place my spirit in you and you will walk in my statutes. Then you shall dwell in the land. Then you shall conquer your territory when my spirit is in you. I've given you the Holy Spirit. And so since the Holy Spirit is in you, you can conquer the land. You can conquer these unclaimed inheritances because the Holy Spirit is in you. And that spirit, that Holy Spirit conquers fear every time. God has given us not the fear spirit, but the Holy Spirit, the victory spirit, because victory is in Jesus. The spirit we have is a spirit of victory. It is a spirit that overcame death, hell, and the grave. Help me, Lord Jesus. We've got that spirit living in us. And help me, if I've got the spirit that overcame death, hell, and the grave in me, how, what am I doing being afraid of what somebody might say about me? Why am I afraid about failure? What 
possible thing can I fail in if I've got eternal life in me? Can I just talk to some of my real scared folks? Here, listen, I need, I need, I need you to process this. If you're here and you're one of those fearful people, I need you to ask yourself this question. Have you ever failed before? If you failed before, I need you to hear this. You're not the only one who has failed before. Every single one of us in here has failed before. Fear tells you you're the only one failing. Everybody in here has failed before. You have failed before, and since you have failed before, why are you afraid to fail again? You already been there, done that, got a t-shirt to prove it. Matter of fact, most of us got a few t-shirts, tank tops, and some hoodies to prove we've been through failure. So if I'm walking with the Spirit of the Holy Spirit, I am walking in victory. I'm not afraid to fail anymore. Failure is just a part of victory. On Friday, they said Jesus had failed. On Saturday, they said Jesus had failed. Come Sunday morning, early in the morning, they realized failure was just a part of victory. Because on that third day, he got up with all authority in his hand. Don't be afraid of what men call failure. If I'm walking with the Spirit of God in him, there is no failure. Stir up this gift. And remember... God has not given you this fear spirit. For God has given us, not the spirit of fear, but he's given us three other spirits that are mentioned in this text. He's given us the spirit of power. That's what the text says, right? Your text say that? I looked this up. The spirit of power is the spirit of overcoming. It is the spirit of, of motion and strength. It is the spirit of dynamite from God. The conquering spirit. That's the spirit he's given you. He's given you a conquering spirit. He's given you a spirit of power. He's given you a spirit when you're facing weaknesses, when you're facing low points, you've got a spirit that will give you strength. That's the spirit in you. Stir it up, Timothy. Stir up the gift because you need, you need access to this power. You need access to the spirit of power. You uh, have been given the spirit of love. In the face of hatred, in the face of rejection, in the face of others who don't care about you, in the face of those who would seek to speak down to you and tell you that you cannot make it and you'll never be nothing and you'll never be nobody. And I don't know why you wrote that stuff on that piece of paper. I don't know why you went down that church and put it on the altar. Well, I need you to know he's given you a spirit of love. And so don't let hatred overcome love. The spirit of love that's in you is the spirit of God because God is love. He's going to conquer this fear thing. He can't have dominion in the lives of believers. He can't. We can't let him have it. It's holding us back. He's given us the spirit of power, the spirit of love. He's given us the spirit even to love those who hate us. Listen, and in the process of you conquering some of your territories, you're going to have to love some folk that seem unlovable. Because the way Christ conquered death, hell, and the grave, the way he dealt with our sin is that we were in an unlovable condition, but love conquered our unlovable state. 
Help me, Lord Jesus. And I need you to understand the spirit he has given you is a spirit that can love those who have stabbed you in the back. It is a spirit that gives you the ability to watch this, to keep marching on. Even while you're loving folk, you know are doing you wrong. But you can't get hung up on that because if you get hung up on that, you get distracted from your ultimate goal. And your ultimate goal is to glorify God and to take hold of everything that God has laid in front of you to accomplish. And I'm trying to help you right here. There are some demons in your life. There are some people in your life that they're going to come around and bring hatred. They're going to come around and try to sidetrack you. They're going to come along and try to get you caught up in I hate you and, and all this back and forth stuff. You ain't got time for that. You're conquering territory for Christ. I don't have time to argue with you. I hate you. Okay, I'm glad to hear that. I still love you anyhow. I'm going to cut your ties. I'm going to scratch your car. Praise the Lord. I got insurance. Don't get distracted. Don't get caught up in that. Don't get, don't get involved in the, the back and forth email messages. Back and forth. He said, she said. Don't get caught up in that because in the midst of getting caught up in that, the enemy is distracting you. You've got a spirit of love. Let the spirit of love help you get to your destiny. Are you hearing what I'm saying? He's giving you the spirit of power, giving you the spirit of love and the spirit of a sound mind. So guess what? While the rest of the world is losing their mind, and they are, hallelujah, praise the Lord. While the folk on your job are losing their mind and trying to make you lose yours. Lord Jesus, while the people in your community, while the folk up in your house, while the folk in the White House are losing their proverbial mind, you need to remember God gave you a spirit of a sound mind. And so I'm not going to lose my mind conquering territory that he's given me to conquer. I have a soundness of mind. I've got a spirit that will keep my mind stayed on him. Even through the midst of turmoil. Even through the midst of trial. Even through the midst of tribulation. It doesn't even matter what I have to go through. I'm going through with him and I'm going to keep my mind Sane. I'm going to remain sane about the scenario until I get to glory because I'm going to conquer everything that he's put in front of me to accomplish. I'm not going to lose my mind about this. And I know some of them, I've got some stuff on that list. I'm already almost halfway lost my mind. I got these kids running around I'm trying to get this trying to get them to football practice, I'm trying to get them to ballet, trying to get them to Awana, trying to go to church. How am I going to do this too? You're trying to make me lose my mind. No, you have not been given us the spirit of insanity. You've been given a spirit of a sound mind. And so if it's for you to accomplish, I'm trying to help us, we have get, been given to us everything we need to conquer fear in our life. To conquer adversity to us conquering the territory in front of us. Don't let fear have its way in your life. Don't let fear keep you from walking in the authority of whatever's on that list that God has for you. Listen. Far too many of you are already delayed 
in where God really wants you to be. And maybe, I'm just, I'm hypothetically, maybe you're looking at some other folk and saying, I wish I was where they are. Can I talk to somebody right here? Well, in order for them to get where they are, they had to walk past fear too. They had to walk past the fear of failure. They had to walk past the fear of being misunderstood. They had to walk past the fear of being hated by folk that was in their circle. They had to walk past the fear of losing some folk who thought who they thought were friends. Help me, Lord Jesus, because when you're going to accomplish what God has for you, some folk can't go where you got to go. Can I talk to y'all here this morning? I, I know I'm trying to help you conquer fear, but sometimes it's the fear of losing some folk who've been in your life that causes you to dumb down your stuff. You can't do that. If we're going to conquer fear, this corridor of fear, we've got to remember to slurp the gift. We've got to remember that God has not given us the fear spirit. Last thing, I'm out of your way. We need to rise up and share in suffering. That's what he says in verse number 8. He says, therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the suffering for the gospel according to the power of God. Listen, I know you thought this was going to be a cakewalk. You thought this was going to be a hoop-ha, hallelujah, everything will be wonderful. I'm going to get all my stuff and everything's going to be great. Well, guess what? In the process of conquering territory, you got to go through some suffering. Paul says to Timothy, Timothy, join me in my suffering for the sake of the gospel. Timothy, me, me being the Apostle Paul, me having this title, me being this, in this position and, and having these experiences of being caught up into the third heaven, all of that didn't come without suffering. I've gone through some things to get where I am. I, I didn't just walk into this. I didn't just, I didn't just show up yesterday and have all the benefit of all this. No, I had to go through some suffering. Lord, have mercy. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you, Timothy, I'm asking you, Ketterim, join me in the suffering for the gospel. According to the power of God. Here's the good news. The bad news is I've got to suffer. The good news, I'm going to suffer according to the power of God. Lord have mercy. Pastor, what do you mean you've got to suffer according to the power of God? What I mean by that is, let me see if I can walk you through a little bit of this. I don't know I'm gonna have a whole lot of time. Um, I, I had I had, I had um, one of one of my deacons ask me um this week. Um he says, Pastor, uh, I wanna I want to follow you around. He expressed calling the ministry and said, I want to follow you around. And I want to see what you do. And I, want, I want to follow this person. I said, hope, 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 pump your brakes. I said, because where I am, I didn't just step into this. I, I had to go through a journey to get here. And you looking in on my life without having gone through the journey, you only going to see the positive side. Y'all follow what I'm saying? But, but you got to go through the suffering for yourself so that you will know beyond the shadow of a doubt that you are where God wants you to be. You got to conquer some of your own fears, Kettering, in order to walk in the power of that other person because they had to go through some stuff to get to where they are. In, in Paul's scenario, Paul didn't just show up as the apostle. Paul had to forsake Judaism. Paul had to be under the threat of other Jewish folk because they didn't know who he was. They didn't know that he wasn't coming to, 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 to take them away and lock them up because they had heard about this dude. Paul had to face all of that. He had to face the, the suffering of all of that 
even as I look at Christ himself, because when he suffered, this text says we're going to suffer for the gospel according to the power of God. That helps me right there. Because what it helps me to understand that even though I suffer, I'm suffering under the spirit. I'm suffering in the power. I'm suffering in the anointing. I'm suffering not like man would suffer. I'm suffering like Christ suffered on the cross. Pastor, how in the world was Jesus able to take all of that whipping all night long and not give up the Holy I don't understand it pastor well because he was suffering according to the power of God when he was nailed in his hands when he was nailed in his feet when they pierced him in his side he suffered yeah he suffered but he suffered according to the power of God in other words God gave him the ability to go through the humanity of suffering but yet at the same time gave him power to keep on moving I'm trying to help somebody here you're going to go through some tough times to get where you're going but God will give you strength to pick yourself up dust yourself off and keep on moving pastor how are you doing what you're doing I'm doing it according to the power of God I'm doing it according to his will I don't know how I got to where I am except to say I did it under the power of God I had to stir up that gift in me I had to anoint myself I had to lay hands on myself to remind myself this ain't you Sterling it's a spirit in you that's trying to get you to where you are going and I'm trying to help us this morning understand only way we're going to conquer this thing called fear is to understand what power we have we've got the power of the living God at our fingertips at our access living inside of us and we're going to go through some stuff There's a difference in going through suffering in the flesh on your own and going through suffering with Christ. If I take on a journey by myself, I do this myself, and I suffer, you're going to suffer a different kind of way. But if I go and I suffer for the cause of Christ, Lord, have mercy and be like the missionaries. Who brought their casket with them and said if I die let me die but I'm going to do what God told me to do I'm going to be like Jesus who was on the cross who said Father forgive them for they don't know what they're doing we're going to go through some stuff we're going to go through some suffering but we can't let fear keep us from conquering our inherited territory Father, in the name of Jesus, have your way in this place. Cast fear out of every person who wants to fulfill the assignments on the paper. Cast fear out of them. Let them not be parked or paralyzed in idleness. But God calls them to rise up, move forward, and share in the suffering. We've got to go through, but when we go through with you, even as the three Hebrew boys suffered being thrown into the fiery furnace, the Bible says they came out without even the smell of smoke because their suffering was according to the power of God. Spirit of the Lord, have your way in this place, and we will forever give your name all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. It's in Jesus' name I pray. 
with thanksgiving and expectation. Amen. Praise the Lord. You've been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions in support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together and we invite you to join us for one of our spirit-filled worship services Sundays at 8 a.m. or 11 a.m. at our new edifice called the Legacy Center located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-574-3515. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence. WAVA's Chris Roth here, and summer is just around the corner. We've got to get ready for it now, right?